You like Fireboy? I do. You're listening to Your Tables on Fire. A weekly conversation with the hottest game designers on Kickstarter. It's episode number three with your host, Jeff. Hey, welcome to Your Tables on Fire. I'm Jeff Beck. With me today, I have two very special guests. I have Ethan and Ken Erickson. Ethan is the mastermind behind Magicka Mayhem. And Ken, as I understand it, is the underpaid intern. Is that is that a fair introduction? I think that's a fair introduction. <laughs> Will you two take a second and just introduce yourselves? Uh, my name is Ken Erickson, and I'm Ethan's uh, unpaid in- intern. I'm also his dad. And uh, we kind of created a, a card game together that we ended up pitching to a pretty big company, and we were pretty excited about uh, getting it going forward. How about you, E? My name's Ethan Erickson, and I am the owner of my unpaid intern right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I created Magical Mayhem with my dad. That is fantastic. Now, on this podcast, we focus primarily on board and card games, things like that. But obviously, Magic Mayhem has an interesting creation story where it, it came from a video game. So I guess my first question for you guys is, which do you prefer, video games or card games? I like video games, but card games are fun. It just kind of depends on what it is. Yeah, I agree with that. We, we tend to play a lot more video games probably than card games. Although we'll go back and forth at different times. It just depends on kind of our mood. We'll go through kind of seasons, I guess. We'll play certain types of games and then certain types of video games. Then we'll play certain types of card games. And we'll get back to different types of video games and kind of mix it up. And as you point out on your uh, Kickstarter page, the day the apocalypse comes, you'll be glad you have that card game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because without electricity, you can't do too much that way. <laughs> what kind of card or board games do you guys like to play? I like adventure games, so like looting stuff, I don't know, killing your friends. <laughs> <laughs> like when we played um, quite a bit of, um, it kind of inspired us to kind of start with this one as a card game, was Munchkins. That was a fun one. I think it's yeah. a Steve Jackson game. Uh, we really enjoy that one. It's, it's pretty fun, simple to play. A lot has lots of kind of zany craziness to it. And then uh, Ethan actually just got a new card game he likes. The... Yeah, it was a Minecraft card game. Oh, very nice. Is this the first game you guys have designed? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I one time I took green pieces of paper and I made Godzilla cards and stuff and <laughs> giant spiders that eat your face off, but never really anything like this. <laughs> yeah, that is true. We actually still have those cards. They're pretty atrocious looking, if I must say. <laughs> I agree with you. They're creative, though. Giant spiders eat your face off is always a fun night. Yeah, there's got to be a there's got to be a market for that somewhere. <laughs> they had bios and everything. That's right, they did. Oh, there you go. I understand this is definitely not your first business. Can you tell me a little bit about Cub Scout popcorn? Every year, right, Dad? Yeah, yeah. every year. Every year we go around and sell it. Every once in a while it'll change from like coupon books, but usually it's popcorn. That's the classic thing. But we never really made any money. <laughs> we made quite a bit of money. What are you talking about? Sometimes. We tried to be a little bit creative one year, and we actually filmed Ethan doing like kind of a funny video we didn't necessarily set up much of a script for him or anything. We just had him stuff a bunch of popcorn in his mouth and then pretend like he was talking. And then, uh, then we just put little subtitles on there that did, did said some funny stuff with like running away from bears and, you know, all these kinds of things. Like just kind of silly kind of Cub Scout stuff. And that was a, a funny little video we kind of circulated around. It actually did pretty well. Uh, popcorn's a little tough to sell because it's, it's pretty expensive. 
for the Cub Scouts, but it's it's good popcorn and it's a good fundraiser for us. And uh, actually, our pack does quite well financially. It's been a pretty fun one. Well, let's talk a little bit about your game. And actually, I guess as an introduction for those listening who are not familiar with Magicka, the video game, can you tell us a little bit about that? Magicka is a game where you take elements and you combine them and it randomly makes a spell. Like, not randomly, but depending on the elements. Like, if you combine earth and fire, you'll get a flaming meteor. If you get... And then there's all these different elements that you combine. And that's what's so fun, is that you can pretty much combine your favorite elements and make your own crazy spells to destroy your foes. Yeah, it's a really good uh, cooperative game. It's um, it's pretty fun to play you know, one person, but it's really fun when you play two, three, or four people. Because a lot of times the effects of your spells will accidentally affect your, your friends. And then you can uh, kind of create some pretty uh, dramatic effects that are pretty funny. So sometimes the, the best part of the game is, is when things actually go wrong. That's what we tried to mimic with Magic of Mayhem, the card game, is, you know, obviously you can combine elements into spells, but how to mimic that kind of craziness. So we ended up creating Magic of Mayhem. For those that haven't seen your Kickstarter page, give us the quick overview of Magic of Mayhem. We tried to get it as close to the original as possible, where you combine, you actually have, uh, Ethan likes to call them recipe cards, uh, but they're basically spell cards. And then uh, those, and then recipes, every recipe requires ingredients. So those would be the elements that could be fire water, earth, you know, lightning, those types of things. You combine them in different ways to activate those spells. And then from there, you um, you kind of attack each other and, and uh, that kind of thing. But you also, we try to mimic that that crazy zaniness that uh, Magic is known for. So we created what are called Mayhem cards. What are Mayhem cards, E? Mayhem cards you draw after you cast a spell every time. And so you roll a dice. If you roll a one, three, or a five, then you draw a Mayhem card. And the Mayhem cards, they can create all kinds of crazy effects that can double the effect of your spell. Sometimes they'll make it explode in your own face. Sometimes it'll make it hit all of your opponents. And it just creates, it makes the game a lot more crazy, which is Magicka, basically. Yep, it creates a bunch of mayhem. So that's that's what makes it pretty fun. There have been some times when you you pretty much think you have the game locked up, you know, and you have this perfect spell, you're going to finish the game, and then all of a sudden it backfires on you, and you end up instantly losing. It's pretty hilarious. (laughs) That sounds fun. Where did you come up with the idea for all the mayhem cards? Um, we just thought of the randomest things possible that can make your spells go crazy. It's just all the stuff, like random stuff that can happen or can't happen in real life. I think we've also got probably some inspiration from kind of Munchkin. In Munchkin, they'll have kind of some silly stuff that'll happen. In Munchkin, the game, you'll kick down the door, and on the other side, you don't know what's going to be on the other side of the door. It could be treasure. It could be a monster. It could be something that affects you individually so they have like collect curses and then i think another thing that kind of inspired it too is maybe chance cards and monopoly um we're thinking like oh okay well it's a chance card it could be something good or it could be something bad those are fairly simple but we took kind of that same concept and just made them really silly we just kind of came up with what would be like the funniest most ridiculous things you could kind of have happen and then associate an effect with it and then it ended up being pretty funny we almost like the mayhem cards almost more than even crafting the spells, just because they're uh, they have just, some, <laughs> just they're just they're just kind of fun and silly. Well, take us back to the moment where you first came up with the idea for Magic of Mayhem. How did that play out? What happened was we took little slits of paper, like lined paper, cut them out in very weird looking shapes, <laughs> and then Not drew on all over them. <laughs> And that's about it. And then it evolved, kind of, and it went from that to, like, bot note cards. And then we actually got them, like, professionally printed. 
and then we got images on them, and now we're here on Kickstarter. Tell me about how it evolved. If I played the very first edition, would it look pretty similar? It probably wouldn't look anything similar, but would it play very similar? Pretty much. I mean, you probably couldn't read my handwriting, <laughs> and you probably wouldn't be able to read my spelling since I was like seven or eight. Yeah, um, I think um, probably the gameplay would be very similar. We did, we had spell cards, and we used, we basically based the spells very similar to what Magicka was using at the time, and the elements were fairly similar. That hasn't really changed too much. And we, it, was, it was very simple gameplay. That's pretty much all it was, was you combine the elements into a spell, you would use the spell and took your damage. And I guess that's similar to the way we have uh, in the game now. We actually, we have what we call different gameplay modes. And there's one where it's, uh, we just call it Spellmageddon, which is just a really simple attack one. You just attack and attack and attack. There's no real, not a heck of a lot of strategy. It's just kind of just go as fast and hard as you kind of can. That's kind of how the original game was that, um, that Ethan created. We later on, and we didn't add the Mayhem cards until quite a, a bit. A lot later. A lot yeah. later, actually. So then the Mayhem cards really completely changed the game. Gosh, I'd say there was even like another evolution from there, too. Um, one of the gameplay modes, we call it kind of spell versus spell, where you can actually, you can counter spells while they're being cast. Uh, a little bit more strategic, a little more involved, um, but a lot of fun. We like the kind of the, the deeper kind of strategy elements of it. It's a little bit harder to play, a little harder to learn, I should say but not by that much. Uh, so it really has evolved quite a bit. Just whenever we play a bunch and we get bored with one particular way, we say, what can we do to make it different? And we just kind of invent a new way of using the same cards to create a different spin. But the Mayhem cards were definitely a big change from the original. So obviously you've been working with Paradox. You got the uh, license through them. Tell us a little bit how that process began. Uh, that was kind of a fun story. It was, it was something of all the stuff we've done, uh, it was like one of the easiest things that we did that turned out far better than we ever expected. Paradox has been just an absolutely amazing company to work with. They're, they just really love creating great games. They're not some big, faceless, nameless corporation. They're regular gamers, basically. So, And we just got lucky that it happened to be we like to make a, a card game based on one of their... Basically, it started out with... I knew they weren't a... Because when we wanted to create this, Ethan was like, hey, great, let's you know, let's try to sell this. Let's make some of these. Let's print some out and we can sell them to our friends and we can play with them. And I was telling them that we can't do that because we don't own the intellectual property. And we watched a little bit of the Shark Tank. Ethan was kind of learning a little bit about intellectual property and, and that type of thing and licensing, you know, from the Shark Tank TV show. So I said, we have to get their permission. So we created up a little document that kind of explained what it was that we wanted to accomplish, but I didn't really feel like it would really resonate as, because it's a card game and they don't, they don't publish card games. They publish video games. So I basically said that we should probably do a video. So I sent him upstairs to write a, uh, a script. You could take it from there. And the script I wrote in about like not even 20 minutes, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I came down and I was like, let's record this thing. And dad was like, oh, no, 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 no. You did not go long enough. And that's usually <laughs> what happens. <laughs> that's right. And he, he took a look at it and he said, whoa, this is amazing. And so we recorded it. And we got um, a response back very, very soon. Keith predicted that it was going to be like at least a month since they're such a big, great company. But I predicted four days. And we actually got it back in about four or five days. It was exactly four days. <laughs> you predicted, you actually, I think you predicted a week. I don't know if you predicted four days. Was it four days? It might have been. But um, actually, when same, he, he went upstairs and just, he got his little Star Wars notebook out. And he started with his horrifically bad handwriting that he actually inherited from me wrote the script and came down like a single draft and I read it over. I, I ended up changing maybe two lines of the whole script. We actually have a picture of the script on the Kickstarter page 
And if, and if you look at the, the printed version of the script from the, the pitch video and the actual handwritten script, they're almost identical. And, uh, he, and it was, I think he did an amazing job kind of writing it. And we, did, we, we filmed it that same day. We did it in like a two or three takes. And then I, I edited it on like the free software that's on Windows. And we mailed it out with our, our little document that we kind of wrote, kind of detailing what we were planning on doing. And um, we got a response back. And who did we get a response back from me? Um, the co-president, I think. Oh, the, the vice president of acquisitions. <laughs> he was actually a little disappointed that he didn't, they didn't get a, a word back directly from the CEO. <laughs> it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> Although the VP of acquisitions is pretty good. Yeah, we got a response back and it was very positive. It said they receive hundreds of pitches a month and they were, that most of them are poop. <laughs> but they really liked um, our pitch. And it did, I think they said something like, um, not only was your pitch really good, but it also made us happy. It was around Christmas time, 2015, so just last year. And they were a little busy at that time, but then they contacted us again right in the beginning of 2016 and said, let's do this thing. And we, we just kind of hit the ground running. And have they had much feedback as far as the gameplay or how involved have they been? I would say in terms of the creating the game and the gameplay and such, um, they wanted to see prototype cards, which we had. And they were cards we just slapped together with just some stock imagery and stuff like that. Um, and we just printed them at our local print shop and mailed them off to there. They did a, a play session with actually, they did several different play sessions with multiple people in the company. And they came back and said, this is actually great. Said so they kind of recommended a couple little tweaks. And I'm sure we'll probably get more feedback too as the Kickstarter progresses along and we get closer to the actual production. But they've really given us a lot of uh, kind of creative freedom to make it happen. They provided us a ton of images, um, the images from the Magicka games. They have Magicka, Magicka 2, two other versions of it as well. Um, and they have a ton of wonderful artwork for all of those games. And they basically, they gave, they said, you can use any of this you want in any way you like. And uh, we've been able to use a lot of that. That helps kind of really make it a lot easier for us to create the cards. So we're not really graphic artists. Well, speaking of, of the design, so they handed you some imagery you could use, but who's been in charge of laying out the cards and, you know, that kind of thing? That's definitely, so Ethan was kind of the original kind of concept. We came up with the gameplay. Uh, we did like the rules for the game, did a lot of the mayhem cards we kind of worked on together, like the, the descriptions for them and how we did the spells and that kind of thing. But I'd say probably the, all the design work has been mine. I did a little bit of graphic design work back when I'm in college, kind of paid for my tuition. And then um, I just, I kind of threw those cards together based on that pretty simple uh, templates, but they think they, they look nice and they kind of fit the Magicka brand, which is fairly kind of straightforward. It's not, you know, high glitz. It's very much, a, you know, get, you know, get down and, and kind of play and have fun. So I think they kind of are hold, um, oh, I guess you could say they match up uh, what they've been doing for a number of years. Now, you announced the game just a few days ago at the Game Developers Conference, GDC. Tell me about that experience. Yeah, that, that was uh, fantastic. Why don't you tell me about that, Eve? That was really fun. That was, like, awesome. So basically, we snuck into a venue, <laughs> and I wasn't supposed to be there. And then we went on the live stream and talked about the game, really. We had a script ready and everything. And so before that, like four hours before the thing, we did a rehearsal, like a tech rehearsal, like with everyone for the whole live stream. I think I say like a little bit before that, we launched the Kickstarter. And then after that, by the time, like right before the live stream actually streamed, we had like quite a, a few backers on the um, Kickstarter. And I think that it all went really well that whole night. That was pretty fun. Yeah, the actual um, press conference was at a an event venue right next to GDC, and they were going to have a big party afterwards, and it's a, a, a bar, 
And I wasn't invited. He was was not invited. He had to be escorted quickly out of the venue uh, right after he was on stage, which was a a little bit of a bummer because you like to kind of say, you know, you'd be able to kind of enjoy the party with everybody else. But yeah, he just, he absolutely nailed the press conference. He practiced it quite a bit beforehand. Um, He rehearsed it with the CEO of Paradox Interactive, Frederick Wester, who was fantastic and just really encouraging. And he was also a very young entrepreneur. So he, he very much has a, a big kind of heart and and uh, for this type of a project. And the COO, Susanna, was just amazing as well. She was very, she wanted to make sure that we weren't doing anything that was going to make Ethan feel uncomfortable or, or that would make us as his parents feel uncomfortable. Um, they just were very just understanding and supportive and it was fantastic. And when Ethan went on stage, he got some of the biggest the biggest applauses and the biggest laughs and all that stuff. It was, uh, it was really fantastic. Did you capture video or is that going to go on your Kickstarter page? Um, yes, that's, um, we actually, um, we just uh, got it. They released it onto YouTube. It was originally on what's called Twitch. It was on Twitch TV and they just moved it over to YouTube. So we actually have a version of it. We actually probably should add it to the Kickstarter page. Uh, we should probably do that right away. It, it's, it's already kind of queued up to, to just where his portion is. So that's a, that's a really fun thing to see. We've been sharing that with a lot of friends, but we should definitely share that with the community. So speaking of Kickstarter, you guys have been live for a few days now. How are things going? Really good. We've raised almost, I believe, $17,000. And we blew our, uh, away our goal. And within a couple hours of the launch, how many? Like I think it was like six, two hours. Yeah. Six, no, six, two. That was like two. Yeah. Well, okay, two, two hours from the time of the press conference. How's that sound? Yeah, we launched a couple hours prior to that. Yeah, so it's been going fantastic, and they, we're getting a, a lot of comments and messages from uh, from backers and people that are interested in, it and just they all have just these wonderful things to say about the project and about Ethan, and they're all offering all these wonderful suggestions, all these things that we didn't even think about, like oh you could do this and you could do that, and been, it's a, it's a really supportive community. Like everybody that's on Kickstarter is really looking to make something great, and we're not experts at this. We're just this is our first time we've ever done it. I think we've done some things quite well. But um, but we can definitely do better, and they're they're all very giving of their time and their opinions and stuff about making it the best product possible. And that's been a really fantastic experience. Something that was kind of unexpected for me. I don't know about you, Ethan, but that was I, I didn't know it would be that encouraging of an environment. The next question for a lot of people is going to be if you have any stretch goals planned. You know, now that you've you've blown past your goal so far, uh, we've actually had several of those questions and. We actually don't know. I think we're probably going to be working on that this weekend. We've got a lot of ideas from the community. From the very beginning, though, we definitely made it to where we wanted this project. We were a family. Like, we call ourselves Team Erickson, but it's really a family of four. We want it to be a fun project. We don't want it to be something that's going to be really stressful and extremely difficult and kind of hair pulling. So we definitely have been doing what we call we kind of smart successing this is just a way of like rather than doing the stressed success you do kind of a more a little bit a little bit more methodical in the way you do things so we'd like to do some stretch goals but we'll probably make them goals where it be just really kind of add value to the product rather than trying to really upgrade the product a lot because that really increases kind of the cost and it changes the production and it might delay when it can come out and i've, and I've unfortunately i've heard some some horror stories of people kind of over promising and then really having people be not so happy with the product in the end and we don't want that we're, we're very big on customer service um, and making people happy. So I think it might be more about making the experience better, maybe gameplay videos, tutorial videos, something online, along those lines, maybe uh, more rule sets. Somebody just uh, recommended actually maybe offering up some boss cards so you can kind of play, you know, where you, where you do a cooperative yeah. play against kind of a boss. That would be something that wouldn't be too expensive to make in terms of production costs, but would actually add a lot of value, I think, to the game. So we're thinking something along those lines, and we're totally open to suggestions. And we've been getting some good suggestions as well. So we'll probably get that nailed down in the next day or two and, and, and launch those if we decide to go forward with it. 
speaking of manufacturing, do you have that all lined up right now? We have ideas lined up. We've contacted a couple companies and it all kind of depended exactly on, on how well it did. Obviously, if it was very small, then, then we'd have to probably go one route versus another. Luckily, we've actually kind of already gone past the very small mark, which is really nice. So we're kind of in the medium mark and then and we're still growing every day, which is great. So we have some good options. Actually, there's there are a lot of great companies out there that are able to do this. I don't think you could have done this a few years ago, you know, without a lot of difficulty, you know, working with some kind of a printer. There are actually a lot of companies now where you can go to them directly and say, I want these custom cards printed exactly like this. And you can get those turned around for a relatively reasonable price and in a relatively short period of time. So that's actually been a, a big load off of us because that's uh, that other than like international shipping are kind of the two scariest things about something of this magnitude. For us, anyway. Once the project's done, it's shipped out to backers. What's next for Team Ethan? That's a great question. What do you think, E? Um, probably, we probably want to go into retail. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple emails from people who say that they want to help us get it into retail. What are those people called? Yeah, yep. Like distributors. You've already got a, uh, been reached out to by a couple different distributors. Uh, one in the U.S. here and um, uh, actually a couple in, uh, in Europe also. So that, that'd probably be something I'd imagine that'd probably be the next thing to do. We'd probably start working on that kind of concurrently with actually fulfilling the product as well. And we'll see from there. We actually kind of, when we originally reached out to Paradox Interactive, we knew that they that a card game wouldn't necessarily call to them because they don't do card games. But we thought maybe a, a conversion of the card game into a digital version, um, something like a mobile or an online version, something like, um, we kind of use an example, like a company that we absolutely love that were kind of near and dear to us. We're in Irvine, California, and so is a company called Blizzard, you've probably heard of. They do World World of Warcraft, obviously, and they actually started out as a computer game. They actually made a card game called those World of Warcraft, and then they ended up converting that card game into an online card game called Hearthstone that's done quite well, which we actually play quite a bit. We love that game. So we were thinking something along those lines. At first, we kind of just pitched it out to them as a way to maybe make our idea seem a little bit more, you know, have a little bit more meat on the bones so that they'd, they'd be more likely to say yes. But now that this is kind of moving forward and they've been so helpful with us and we've discussed that possibility with them, it becomes a little more of a possibility. So it's maybe a kind of a big goal down the road. Maybe we go retail for a little while and then, and then if we can get that blown up big enough and popular enough that there might be enough built in customers to want to do a big project like an online version of it. So that's kind of a pie in the sky goal, but that's something that uh, that Ethan and I were, were pretty excited about early on. What advice would you have for new game designers just getting started? I'd say always follow your dreams. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's great advice. Well, it's time to play the game pitch challenge. Oh, we're going to pick a random theme let you pitch it back to me, and just see what happens. I like that. That's great. Yeah! Oh, but Ethan's going to kick my butt on this one. All right, here we go. I'm going to pick a theme, and your theme is dueling ice cream trucks. (laughs) Okay. How how would you pitch that? (laughs) Okay. Well, hello. My name is Ethan Erickson, and I'm here to pitch on a very great idea from Your Table's on Fire dueling ice cream trucks this is a board game based on ice cream trucks dueling you can have sherbet blasts you can have cone killers fight for you and you can even have crazy drooling customers to help you in your battle to take over the ice cream truck market perfect in a a political race to be the best awesome 
I love it. I'm not even going to compete with that. So that was great. I want to play that game. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty ready to buy right now. Let's do it. Our next Kickstarter. (laughs) All right. Well, Ethan and Ken, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me. Thank you very much. This has been fantastic. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Team Erickson and their fantastic story around Magicka Mayhem. You've been listening to Your Tables on Fire. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TableFire. And also check out our website for show notes and other details. That's yourtablesonfire.com. See you next time.